0: Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com/deconversion. They've got over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player.
1: This is yet another edition of Deconversion Therapy, and I feel like we've been gone forever. Because you have. I know, I guess so. Uh, This is Karen. This is Bonnie. And we've known each other since we were one year old. There you go, Twitter (laughs) man. Uh, Grammar police. And... uh, We grew up in the evangelical church. We both have left since. You can listen to all the other episodes to find out our breathtaking on the edge of your seat (laughs) stories. But Um, for the
0: most part, we didn't just grow up there. We went to church all the time. Sunday morning. Yeah. After church brunch. Sunday evening. Brunch evening. For our broke ass meals. Well, yes. Mm -hmm. Getting in trouble for the church people not tipping, that fell on us.
1: Yeah, I always did, but I always felt the guilt of all the other shysters.
0: I'm pretty sure I tipped and then others who weren't were making it a wash. Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. So they
0: still got below par. I'm talking about you, Richard, whose last name I will omit, but you Mm -hmm. know who you are. That's right. Not Richard, Jack. Oh. Oh, Richard, too. Yeah. <laughs> both.
1: All of them. And Bob, Billy, Sam, and Jermaine. Jermaine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> if only we, we had heard. a Jermaine, we'd be I interesting. Know.
1: Exactly. We had a very white church. <laughs> um, so Tito. we just have fun with things that went on in our church, what's going on in the evangelical world, or cults and other fun um, fringe groups. We pretty much talk about anything that basically should not be going on,
0: but is. Anything anything to do with organization of religion, there's just going to be funny stuff. There is,
1: and we have quite the show for you today because there's no way we can go like, hey, Bonnie, what do you want to do this week when all we get on the main line news, main line?
0: Mainstream?
1: That one too. Yeah. I'm not doing drugs. Um, is you should be. stuff about, Just all the Christian crap. So it's all there in our face. And we're going to go over some of the news highlights
0: of the week. Well, I said before that you should be on drugs because you're sick. You got sick again traveling. So uh,
1: the sickness is, so the first time I had the flu. Now, I did not take the flu test because I know what a flu is like. Had the flu. Hadn't taken my flu shot yet and I got hit with it, but it wasn't terrible or anything, but you know, I really? I, I don't want to live through it again. So then a few weeks later, I fly out West and within three days, as is the incubation period, I get a fever, like just onslaught of that, onslaught headache, felt like the flu again. I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Because we were with relatives um, who we that would give me
0: the flu. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry,
1: just the relatives Um, hadn't felt like that since two weeks prior. (laughs) I have not felt
0: this bad in two
1: weeks, (laughs) and I don't usually get the flu because I always take get the flu shot, and then. Yeah, then I'm feeling like it again, but I'm like, well, it can't be the flu again. So uh, I finally just was like, hey, I just got to go to one of these, you know, walk in clinics. Right. I go there and I hate those places because when you feel like you know more than the doctor does, (laughs) that is not good. Because I definitely should not be in medical practice. And um, she was like, well, I don't think you had the flu before. I think you have it now. So they did a flu test. Well, the flu test came back negative. And she says it, you know, in a way like she never said the other stuff. Let's do a strep test. Strep came out negative
0: Wait, this is exactly what happened to a friend of mine yesterday or two days ago. They did strep and then flu, and she said the flu test was awful. So, what do they do to you?
1: The flu test was awful. Oh That's no! What they just—they just put the Q-tips up into your brain cavity through your nostrils. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, and then, um,
0: like, where uh, your tooth roots are.
1: Oh no! Way up behind your eyes. Really? It's, oh yeah! Way up in there. Did they shoot in, like um, numbing fluid there first? <laughs> no, but I've had that test before. <laughs>
0: Why wouldn't they numb you? They just jam a Q-tip. They just there. jam
1: it all in and. Uh anyway both of those were negative and the woman said I think you have a virus but she gave me antibiotics she said but I'm going to give you these anyway because they're really good to have on hand which is against
0: all that's exactly what they say not to do and why uh, we're all immune to
1: things anymore but I'm glad she did because I ended up it probably was an infection started taking it And started getting better, but here's the thing. So Bonnie knows that I have a physician in the family, and um, I was home all that Saturday while everyone else is hiking and living it up and having a good time. I'm in a hotel room, delirious with a fever, uh, propped up in bed, not comfortably, just propped up. (laughs) Start Googling my symptoms. And, of course, it gets worse and worse to where (laughs) I have to con— Oh, and I couldn't call out from the hotel room because of the coverage, but I could text. Right. So I was texting my physician family member that I thought I had meningitis (laughs) because I had fever and— chills, and my neck was killing me. I had no understanding. It's because my neck was all bent up, looking up all the symptoms of my <laughs> illness. So that by the time, yeah, I looked it up. Anyway, he kept saying, you done have meningitis. Uh, and yeah. that is my story. But you were saying how more people are getting sick on airplanes Because people are disgusting. And I'm like, one, we have the discount airlines now that they don't go through there with Lysol.
0: They They don't don't go through there with garbage bags. They don't. Yep. No, I've pulled out so much trash. Me too. Recently. But my thing is, well, how much can you protect yourself? I wipe the surfaces down with the Clorox wipes and take Airborne. But what else can you do? Are the masks really uh, a thing? The masks would work. And there was,
1: I used to be in this writing group that met at a library once and um, realized soon enough that if you have any group in a public library, you are going to meet a lot of um, interesting people. And a woman would come in with a face mask on all the time. And I wow. thought she was so weird. And I am two seconds away from being her soul sister because I'm so sick of flying and getting sick.
0: Yeah, <sighs> So that's it. Because With usually me. when you're flying, you're going somewhere to do something awesome. Yeah. And mine was hmm. have a fever, but it was cool. okay. I'm All right. alive. It's good. Well, I'm glad you're alive. I'm glad my dog's alive. She had to be put under this week to have Mm. a lot of teeth extracted.
1: That's so So, sad.
0: So like were they
1: in the back? Because you know, my dog has multiple rows in there. (laughs) And the vets
0: are like, that's fine. Yeah, well, she just had a lot of plaque and she's little and she's older, so They took enough out that I think right now she doesn't have anything to grab onto a toy with. So, fantastic. So now what does she have to live for? (laughs) What'd you say? Can you make a necklace out of the teeth? That's not funny because they insisted on holding a little plastic bag up and saying to me, did you want these? And I said, don't shame me anymore. You know I don't want those. You should have taken them. For what? Mementos. I should have sent it to you.
1: <laughs> when, like, I'd save my kids' teeth because of the stinking tooth fairy, but I remember, I can't remember which kid it was. I never do, whichever one it was. And there is the clip that they put on the umbilical cord that looks like a Tony perm rod. Oh, my God. I know. And then, um, excuse me.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and after they like clicked it and then they took it off, the lady brought it to me. She's like, Do you want this? And I'm like, I looked at her, I'm like, Should I? Right. And she's <laughs> like, Well, some people dip it in gold. Oh my god. <laughs> so I guess it's cheaper than shoes or something. So I'm like, Well, okay. Because then I felt. You know, you feel guilty about everything as a parent anyway, so you're like, okay, I'll take it. I still have that thing floating around here somewhere.
0: But it's not dipped in gold?
1: No, it's still got um, placenta on it. Uh,
0: (laughs) Ah! I'm going to get some of my
1: kids' teeth and glue it on.
0: When I had to put my cocker spaniel down, I was such a wreck. They said did you want her ashes in a fancy box? And I, just like you said, I felt so bad. I said, yes. (laughs) So so then they called me and told me the box was ready, you know, like a week later and then I didn't want to go get it. And then they kept calling, you know, your box is here. And so now I have a box.
1: And Yeah, death's a weird thing. We'll do a whole episode
0: on death because it's so strange. Speaking of babies and teeth and things like that, you posted something on the Instagram and it was uh, about, oh, look at the sign that God sent me today. My baby pooped a cross shape in his diaper. (laughs) (sighs) Yep. And I think I'm all for signs. I just like... Seeing them and finding them, not thinking that they were sent from somebody. I could turn anything into a sign. And that's exactly and it's a nice right. reminder. Yeah. But I don't I don't like to say that God made my baby poop in a cross shape. To remind <laughs> you that don't forget <laughs> you died for all your sins
1: <laughs> and that right. you went through shit for you. Um right. Yeah. Also, one of our,
0: robots poop in that shape, so that person should be really worried. <laughs> well,
1: one of our followers wrote, that's exactly the shape that I leave on gym equipment from my sweaty butt. And I'm like, <laughs> oh. and she's like, but then again, my ass is a miracle or a gift from God. So, <laughs> like, good one. Or right. amazing. Amazing. So we have... Three people to cover today, some we've already covered. You've got your Kanye, you've got your Paula White, and in the news is comedian John Crist. Who do you want to do first? You want to do Kanye? Yeah,
0: his is kind of the briefest, but these these Christian people are in the news all over the place. And I honestly feel bad for Jesus to have to deal with all of the nonsense. I know. For me, I mean,
1: if he was real, yeah. I would believe it too. Do you? Uh, so, when the Kanye stuff started coming out, did you have people saying, "What an amazing witness it is, and look what God's doing
0: on the earth, and all that"? Me? Witness? Did I have that? Yes. I had nothing. I don't read the Facebook anymore. I so. Had, yeah,
1: I mean, I've hidden most of the people, but I still came across it.
0: But uh, yeah, I did come across it. People were, uh, people were saying, "This is so exciting because it was, it was like, oh, now we're gonna have somebody, yeah, it's on, on our side who creates popular music, makes and this, shoes, mm-hmm. and this
1: validates our belief system in some way, although." Right. Yeah. So I have an African-American friend and she jokes about um, the black draft and talks about how, uh, you know, like, okay, I will trade black draft. She just jokes about teams and she will say, okay, whites, we will trade you Stacy Dash oh, okay. for your, you know, like whoever is like, a, like a protein draft. Yeah.
0: Whoever's Not like a fire draft.
1: No, no. Okay. All right. An embarrassment to the race. So she's been trying to get rid of Kanye forever.
0: Um,
1: <laughs> and you know, it's, it's funny that now some of the Christians are like, yeah, we'll take him. And it makes me wonder are these the same Christians that aren't allowed to listen to secular music or look at what's in the news
0: because their <laughs> excitement over Kanye is. But, yeah. I, and I love the idea that they've never heard Kanye before but they know that now he's Christian. They're, they're so excited. Oh, I get to listen to Kanye. And then they listen and they go, what? Exactly. What <laughs> <laughs> oh man. A- I thought it was going to be something more exciting. I know. Amen. Amen. So what has he done? Light, light. So, so all the headlines, of course, grabbed on to the sensationalism. Um, it, it originated because there was the Forbes list of billionaires that came out and he was upset because he wasn't on it. Ugh. And he said, this is a quote. When I did Forbes, I showed them a $890 million receipt. This is mostly from his shoes and they still didn't say billionaire. He elaborated while speaking on stage at a festival. <laughs> so, Oh, so okay, so if you have eight hundred and ninety million as a receipt and you want to be called a billionaire, that's a hundred and ten million missing. <laughs> right? That's what I would think with
1: my English degree. Yes.
0: <laughs> yeah, my English degree. So I was trying to think of all the things. Okay, so if I sent a car payment in that had $110 short, they would not say uh on time. Car payment, yeah or they might eventually say not car owner right but but he wants to be you know credited for the 110 million I don't know or maybe he was adding it to his music and either way so uh, so after all of this, he also thinks that the white people don't want the blacks to own property and and have rights so. He said that he might change his name to genius, oh no, Christian genius billionaire Kanye West for a year. It's, okay. But if he if he changed his name to Christian genius billionaire Kanye West for a year, then whenever they wrote about him, they would have to use that name. Oh, I got it. Good. Yeah.
1: One.
0: Yeah, I see
1: what he's trying to say, which that is actually The only smart thing I'm reading and picking up here. He also has recently said he's only going to be releasing gospel music from now on. Right. So to me, that means he can only be in the gospel section of the Grammys from now on. He can only be in the Dove Awards. So he can grab an award out of Amy Grant's hand and say, you know, yeah. So I'm looking (laughs) forward to him staying in his lane, if that's what he thinks he's doing. (laughs) I cannot wait. I want to see it. So if you all listen to, um, I think it was episode 14, depending what podcast you're listening to, on Paula White, you know that she's stuck in my craw. (laughs) And now that my identity has been revealed, much like Banksy, um, I've let people know that I did an article on Paula White on the day of Trump's inauguration, because she was only the second woman to speak officially at an inauguration, not like the poet, but like uh, led the prayer. Right. Paula White, briefly, is a televangelist who's into the prosperity gospel, which basically means that God wants to bless you financially, not just health, but he wants to give you wealth and that a sign of his blessings is wealth, which the catch to that is that um, if you are not getting wealth or financial blessings, that's an indicator that you're not following God's direction and not having faith enough.
0: So, and she wants you to send yours to her. Oh, yeah, yeah, she ain't as dumb.
1: A, as a yeah. thing of faith. She might be blonde, but yeah, she's she knows what she's doing. So, uh, Trump. Paula White is the one who supposedly, if you believe Trump is saved, and I believe he thinks he's saved because to me, salvation, you know, that's a whole other episode. But if you do John 3, 16, he did that. He professed, he prayed with Paula, and he became a Christian. They've known each other since like 2002. He actually asked her, can you ask God, if I should run for president, <laughs> way back. And she went and prayed and said, God says not yet. So she's mm. hella powerful, although people have been overlooking her for years. And she is was, yeah, into all these big churches. She's been married three times. My favorite is that she had at the minimum, an emotional affair with Benny Hinn. That's right. The <laughs> guy who knocks people over with his coat on national TV. <laughs> and um, that was when he was separated from his wife, who he later divorced. And then he remarried that wife. Paula now is married to Jonathan Kane, who's the keyboard player for Journey. And he wrote Don't Stop Believin'. So every time places played journey and there's any residuals they go to Jonathan and then Jonathan and Paula
0: give it into the Trump crazy spin wheel or whatever. I'm pretty sure somewhere I read that that was the most downloaded song of all time also. Oh that's a big (laughs) America
1: America this is how it comes for us. Ah, so (laughs) she is just a fascinating woman. She's a little blonde spitfire. And um, recently she's been in the news for a few things, but mainly because she has been officially appointed to a White House capacity to oversee the outreach to evangelicals. Before, she was just uh, his spiritual advisor and on the committee of his spiritual doobie-doos. And whenever you saw, like, a picture of him talking or being prayed over, she's the blonde that's there. And, you know, that's it. It's not Conway. It's her. Um, so, yeah, she, she has made the news this week. Did you watch the Now This video that's been going around
0: about her no it no but but (laughs) it's disturbing enough that they have a person working in the white house to to like shore up the base for the next election i thought we were supposed to have some kind of a separation of church and uh and state
1: oh no I mean, Billy Graham has been he did that like in a capacity and some other people for a long time. Um, But I'm fascinated that she's supposed to be the one to reach out to evangelicals because as you and I were former evangelicals one thing evangelicals and like Southern Baptists hated was an opportunist charlatan. So I'm sort of loving it. And I want to see the clash happen between what we're used to as evangelicals and this Paula White coming along. One, she's a female minister. Two, right. she believes in this name it and claim it crap. And it's yeah. all about. Yeah. Money. So I sort of want to see the showdown happen.
0: And and there are, there is a group that does not care for her type because of the whole prosperity gospel. Is that, am I saying it right? Yeah. Because there are plenty of people who are not wealthy who believe in Jesus and hope that he's going to help them through the bad times Yeah. And he has not rewarded them monetarily. No. And I mean,
1: Paul talked about that all the time. And, you know, so it's, it's again, it's the cherry picking. It's, you know, whatever makes you feel justified, what makes you feel right. But I watched the, now this video, anyone can look it up on YouTube. It's been going around and it's Like, okay, this is the woman who is in the White House as a position. Mm -hmm. And even for Christians, mainstream ones, you know, she's very extremist. And she walks around saying, you know, wherever I walk at the White House, that is holy ground. And I proclaim it (laughs) because I'm on it. And I believe that stuff like I was also taught like there was a power and putting your feet around a certain place and praying like that that does something spiritually to the actual physical world. Right, right. So she's just surrounded by all that. But the scariest part is they have her speaking in tongues a few times and she starts it off with a scream which is unsettling. Is this on the now this video? Yes. Okay. And th- when I heard it, I almost freaked out because that is exactly what my speaking in tongues sounded like, <laughs> and I can still do it now. And the whole thing is that when you're quote learning to speak in tongues, you're told just step out on faith, even if it sounds uh-huh. ridiculous believe that it's from God even if you're in doubt. And I think this is how this woman who came from a hard upbringing and hard life has believed everything. Like she has just been this goes against I, I'm or not goes against. I'm feeling doubts that I've got this mm-hmm. right, but I'm just going to press forward and believe it. And then make it come true and right. usually
0: on faith i shall speak in tongues exactly which yeah. made me think i have been thinking about this song that we used to sing and do you remember it was a ram sam sam do you yeah. remember the song Okay, well, it was from church. I am sure because I would not have learned this anywhere else. It we went love gospel music. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> oh, it wasn't. I don't know what it means, but I've got to look it up. Maybe it went something like Oh, rem sam sam a ram sam sam gully 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 rem. sam sam. Yeah, and then they repeated that, and then you went a raw fee a fee gully 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 ram sam sam. I remember. What does that mean? You do? Yeah. I what don't know what it? that
1: was. See, that's the
0: funny <laughs> thing. Like until now, we could have been saying the Hari
1: Krishna. We could have until now. Like it's so funny that you do things that you never question. Yeah, yeah. You just let's do it. We're probably calling out jihad, but whatever. <laughs> we're gonna do it. So crazy. Jihad. Yeah. We who knows? And I think. This woman, because she had and has now enough power and following, she recently has told people to plant seed money, and seed money is like a, quote, biblical thing, that if you plant something, it will grow tenfold or whatever, and she's
0: telling people to send her money. Shocker. And And one thing that I read, she said, why don't you send me your January... Um <laughs> your wait, let's see. Why don't you send your January paycheck? Yes. To her to like start the year off right. There you go. I guess that would be better than tithing, because that's one twelfth, which is less than one tenth.
1: Yeah. And you know people will do it because it's the same reason uh we all join a gym in January.
0: You know? Yep. If I'm you pay, to, if you give her, her your whole salary for January, then it's done. Mm-hmm.
1: And <laughs> you, yeah, you don't have to think about it. And you feel like the rest of your year is going to be blessed because you're dedicating your year to God anyway. So that's one way to do it. And it's just disgusting and pitiful. And um, and not one-tenth. <laughs> it is it's not. It's less. Yeah, but then you still have to do the 110th for the rest of the time.
0: What? Says who? Well, because you're giving to her your one twelve. That doesn't count? No, because you're still going to your local church. Oh, who made that rule? If I'm going to a televangelist meeting, that is my church. No, she doesn't do
1: meetings. She just does, like, radio shows and TV shows yeah, I'm going no one to go
0: to
1: <laughs> Yeah, you've got to just cough it up. And oh. keep going. I know. She's she really is I want to say she's my nemesis, but Seeing that nemesis usually have equal power and following. <laughs> or something to
0: do with knowing you personally. <laughs>
1: exactly. I'll just say I don't like her. Now her ministry, after my article came out, did follow me on all my social medias. Mm. So just to you know. try to latch onto something they could get you for. Exactly. Or they're just like, oh, this person <laughs> mentioned. Me, let's follow because if you look um, at her social media, she's always saying things about, you know, lay down your cross, give your money, do this, do that. God's, it, it's all that very empowering stuff that I would want to be told every day, you know, right. really builds you up. But also, it, there's send in your prayer requests. you click on the link, and the link brings you to a page that also sells all her stuff within the same page.
0: I was looking at one of the articles, and it referenced a Paula White annual wall calendar. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to see what that looked like. Couldn't find anything. I looked it up on eBay. So all that came up on eBay <laughs> included... Uh, calendar called nature's dick Picks 2020 <laughs> when you typed in her thing when i typed in paula white wall calendar because it came up with funny white elephant gift
1: uh uh-huh. so it
0: got white and wall calendar i guess it just decided to eliminate paula there is also a Betty White wall calendar <laughs> in excellent condition from 2011. Get that one. And uh, and West Highland White Terrier puppies. Ooh. I know that's get that one.
1: That is you need to send it to her and be like, "Is this the one that I get?
0: <laughs> this is the one?" Uh so, yeah. nothing from Paul White came up though. Man, now I want. <laughs> I'm
1: a real sucker for
0: calendars, as you know. So, maybe wow. I'll send you the Nature's Dick Pick Picks calendar. Sounds, it just has a bunch of things like uh, a tall collection of rocks in the desert uh-huh. that is in the shape of a dick. Huh. <laughs> Great. I'll well, so take anyway. it.
1: <laughs> so last on the agenda of news coming out of everywhere is comedian John Crest. And you did most of the research on him, although I've known who he is for a while. Um and I well, actually I was- liked him. So
0: Oh really? Mm-hmm. Well, I'll share what I learned, and then you can tell me what you knew from before because I did not watch but maybe thirty seconds of his material yeah um so john christ c r i s t I like that he's missing one h <laughs> away from christ <laughs> um everybody found out about who he was recently because he had a special that was supposed to come out on Netflix and it was called, I ain't praying for that. (laughs) And they pulled it because he was accused by several women of sexual misconduct. And this was, this came out in, I want to say charisma news. Yeah. It did. Yeah. Charisma news. I wanted to say charis, but it was charisma. Um, So the allegations, this is a quote, the allegations include, but are not limited to, individually sexting multiple women during the same time period, initiating sexual relationships with married women and women in committed relationships, offering show tickets in exchange for sexual favors, and repeatedly calling these women late at night while drunk. So, <laughs> first of all, apparently it worked to get sexual favors in exchange for show tickets.
1: I see it in you know, the whole saying. <laughs> but who does
0: he think he is?
1: Well, the whole idea of, oh, to have the ego of, you know, an untalented middle class white man or whatever it is. Like, I don't understand how the conversations <laughs> happen. Like how does someone but get- he
0: had a big following. He's got over a million followers on, I guess, Instagram, YouTube. Yeah. He opened up for comedians who were not Christian based. And I think they always kept saying Dave Chappelle and some of these things. Um, So
1: you said you liked him. Yeah, so you have to watch certain ones. You can see like some I watched today and I was like, I haven't seen this one and that one's boring. But Mm -hmm. there are some that are really clever, especially when he does like rapid fire, Uh, Mm -hmm. you know, like funny things. I'm trying to remember what one of them is, but just like what church Kids aren't allowed to do, or you know, whatever. It right.
0: Is. Um, he has bits about being, um, like, and oh, like, like church moms. He has a bit about that, a bit about Instagram accounts of church girls. Right. Um. <laughs> uh, but you're gonna love this. I don't know if you realize this. Did you know that he was one of eight children? Yeah. Hey, hey, uh. His father was a pastor. At a vineyard church, I think. No. Oh. At a vineyard
1: or? I think so. I don't know. Yeah. And he was homeschooled. Yippee-yay. So, so <laughs> I mean, he does how to wait <laughs> for sex, see?
0: <laughs> but uh, I keep thinking, okay, so... Is he just a normal guy who came from a culture of purity and pastor's kid and homeschooled?
1: He could be. I know that one of the things, so he pops up around where I live a bit because he's either recording here or doing something around here. And Nashville is now known as the national, uh, unofficial headquarters for bachelorette parties and we hate it and we're trying to get rid of all of them you mean southern bachelorette parties no in general nationwide in general yes people fly here to do their bachelorette (laughs) parties it's awful um and he did a funny bit about it with this other guy they pretended you know wear bachelorettes, and they went through Nashville, and it was sort of funny because they're all local things that you know, and Mm -hmm. it's exactly how the girls act. And I've seen a few of his things, and I always thought, okay, any day it's going to be revealed this guy's gay. I thought it was authentic, but I think that's the way he upped sort of the humor of it, which now I see it as, oh, he wasn't being himself and funny he was using like a belittling affectation that he knew would get the laughs and now I'm more irritated at him
0: (laughs) they didn't give a a lot of good details and I couldn't find it like um initiating sexual relationships with married women well did they say okay or did he just hit on them did he send them dick pics (laughs) well
1: I read the Char- Charisma News thing, and first mm-hmm. of all, I can't believe that Charisma did it because that's a Christian quote news source. Right and now, I'm like, all right. So, are they just eating their own? Or are they trying to control the narrative and break the story before some other hard hitting journalists really drag this guy through the mud? But. Mm. What they revealed was, you know, they talked about um, different—they interviewed some of the women and told a lot of the details. But what fascinated me the most was that he never, quote, had intercourse, so he could still claim he was a virgin. (laughs) Really? Yes. And the other thing it (laughs) said— was, you know, that he'd been struggling for a while and had already gone to, like, a rehab center for addiction, including sex addiction. And, (laughs) you know, I just, there is a line, and it's not a fine line, between sex addiction and wanting to have sex.
0: Like, well, that's what I was saying is is part of his purity culture just he feels super bad about thinking about it. I don't know, or <laughs> well, I mean, he apparently called these women late at night while he was drunk, D- drunk being another like break in the old Christian bubble stop right yeah which is another thing apparently if you're a dick before you claim jesus that's okay but if you're a dick afterwards that's when you get in huge trouble right right exactly and um here's here's what one woman said that i liked um she said the one thing that stopped me from believing he was creepy is john so proudly parades his face as a christian one alleged victim kate told the reporter I've let myself believe that just because someone is a Christian means they won't do something intentionally bad oh, god <laughs> like, or maybe because they really want to do something bad they say they are he he was very <laughs> contrite and he apologized for it and said that his behavior was destructive and sinful. He said he had sinned against God, against women and the people who he loved and violated his own Christian beliefs, convictions, and values, and have hurt many people in the process. Yeah, and he said he's sorry for he's sorry for the hurt and the pain that he caused the women and will continue to seek their forgiveness, which is such a more genuine apology than a lot of people issue.
1: Right. And even if it is just because he got caught and his Netflix thing is getting canceled, like, it's still, you know, it's a, it's an apology. Yeah, because Chrissy Stroop, she did a great article, and I think it was like Playboy, about how um, saying Christians like this are fake Christians is bad for democracy because it's the loophole that allows Christians to say, oh, well, that person wasn't a real Christian, and then Christians are never held accountable for atrocities, mm-hmm. and I'm like, yeah. damn straight. I love that someone is out there thinking for us Well, we just <laughs> sit back and laugh. There was this part in the article by Charisma. They interviewed some church leader person who was very sincere, but the quote was, The church should not be looking the other way when a Christian leader is preying on women. And yes, I agree, but I'm also like, we have looked the other way at the entire Bible praying (laughs) on women. (laughs) The whole Bible is just a shit show of misogyny, but... They're not asking us to turn, yeah,
0: to look away from that. (laughs) Speaking of more shit shows, in his material, one of the things that I kept reading was that he will talk about how his first job was at Chick-fil-A. Yeah. And that he got fired. And so uh, one of the people on Fox News said, how do you get fired from Chick-fil-A? And he said he had to make the lemonade and stir it, and he didn't have a stir, so he used his hand. <laughs> Great. <laughs> and now we wonder where that hand's been. Yeah. And remember Vicki in National Lampoon's Vacation, Jane Krakowski, oh, yeah. stirring the Kool-Aid with her hand? <laughs> oh, no. I just remember the scene of...
1: But my father thinks I'm the best kisser. There is. Oh I'm it's
0: a I'm a great French kisser. Daddy says I'm the best. So <laughs> oh, disgusting. When she's stirring the Kool-Aid Chevy Chase is like, Vicky, can I help you with that Kool-Aid, please? <laughs> and it said like he was in
1: uh, one woman thought that they were in like a long-distance relationship, and she oh, right. sent some you know, risque little pictures and they were going to get married and she had no idea like he was doing this with tons of other people. So, yeah, I don't know if that makes you a sex addict or if it just makes you a horny guy because sex (laughs) addiction, from what I've read, is that it's like drug addiction where you... Mm -hmm have to get the next high and it's diminishing returns. Yeah. So that it becomes more blatant and, you know, more frequent just because. Our
0: youth minister told us that. Come on.
1: Really? Diminishing returns. Oh, that part. Yeah. Yeah. What if he was a sex addict?
0: (laughs) (laughs) On that note. (laughs) I'm picturing things I never wanted to. No, no. So <laughs> we. So uh, that's the week that was. I know,
1: and we can't wait to hear how all the shit hits the fan next week. By the way, we've gotten so many letters in the last week. Please keep them coming. We can't wait to do the, our next letter sewed where we just really get to let loose and laugh. Um, at with you. you. And with you.
0: So did we talk about where to find us? No. We can we can be found on Instagram. Karen does a tremendous job of posting good things like babies pooping crosses. Mm-hmm. Um, Twitter, I, I get a lot of information from the Twitter people who are on it as far as what's happening in the news. Totally. Um, and then there is a nice face group. Face group. There is a great Facebook group that we've created where you can talk freely. All right, and
1: that's it. So thanks for listening. Please tell your friends, colleagues, and clergy. (laughs) Have a good week. Adios.